<laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Kaniacs. I'm Jared Ellis, a fan side. It's Cardiac K, and I spilled Polynesian sauce on my sweatpants. Uh, and I'm Walker Barrow, and Frozen 2 is on Disney+. Plus. I saw that. They put it up there like three months ahead of schedule. Three months ahead of schedule, yep. Oh, excuse me. My phone wanted to make an appearance as well. Go ahead. And you are listening <laughs> to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. And still every day. Yep, still every day. We ain't going nowhere. We are right. the chlamydia of the Locked On Podcast <laughs> Network, or whatever we said it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did we say herpes? Is that what we said? No, it was no, either that or chlamydia. I think it was. The I think it was chlamydia. I think it was chlamydia. It was either that or oh no, or was it syphilis? No, it was I mean, chlamydia. I think it's yeah. I think it started with a C. Yeah, chlamydia. Um, <laughs> what a way to compliment ourselves. Yes. <laughs> um, oh. So today we're de- debuting a brand new segment, guys. Um, hmm. We are super excited for this. I'm sure you guys have seen our new schedule or a er early version of our new schedule. Um, We will add new stuff as it comes along. But today Mm -hmm. is the debut of Music Monday. Um, This segment, we will bring, each of us will bring one to three albums onto the show, um, whether it's a new release, a classic, whatever just anything we want to talk to regardless of genre as well um you yeah. guys know our typical taste so you kind of know what to expect but we may change it up sometimes as well we'll just oh, oh i'm changing on. it up today i'm changing it up today I'm doing all something right. way different <laughs> all right um that's fine with me uh we both listen to all genres of music and we know our listeners do as well so yeah so, it's fine with me um we're definitely looking forward to this segment um depending mm-hmm. on how things go it may uh be a all the time segment or it could just be something we do in the off season uh, we'll just have yeah. to wait and see same with our other new segments that's right um and with that we'll take our first break walker that sounds good to me buddy we'll be right back guys and we are back all right we are back and before we get into our new um segment uh music monday we did have a couple things to address um in response to the coronavirus situation Mm -hmm. um the echl and sphl both have outright canceled the rest of their seasons um it's Mm. very disappointing um especially you know being a fayetteville marksman fan they're obviously sphl um very disappointing um but not necessarily surprising. Yeah, I kind of expected all that to happen, but I mean, it's they have a good motive behind it. You know, as much as we've said it before on the show, both Jared and myself believe this is kind of getting blown a little bit out of proportion, but there's good meaning behind it. So they're just trying to keep the best interest for the fans, the players, the staff, everybody in, in mind. So, yes, because at the end of the day, rather than be safe than sorry yes absolutely um, it would like that at the end of the day uh i guess after sitting down um both leagues um sitting down reviewing stuff and whatnot 
I guess they just came to the decision that it was just better off for them to outright cancel the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, I know the marksman owner, um, Chuck Norris. Yes, that is his name for people <laughs> that don't know. Um, yeah. I know there was going to be a statement. Rele- he was releasing a statement um, later on today if it hasn't came out already. Um, but I haven't whenever seen that comes out, we will, Yeah, we will talk about that briefly tomorrow, but that, this isn't something that we want to really dwell on. Yeah, I'm trying to get away from all this because literally every time you turn on the TV, turn on the radio, they're talking about it. So we we want to be that escape, I guess you could say, just give you yes. guys other oh. things to, to think about and stuff. Yeah, we'll keep you informed on stuff that happens, but we're not going to talk about it very long. Um, yeah. And with that, we are moving on from that. Um, and we are going to do one final Metro Monday uh, until the NHL resumes play. Just to look to see where everyone has stopped, so to speak. Yeah. Um, this, again, will be a very quick one. Um, in the Atlantic Division, um, in first place, you have the Washington Capitals. Um, they regained their lead um, over the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, they are now at a 41-20-8 and record with 90 points. Um, the Philadelphia Flyers are at a 41 41- 21 and seven record with 89 points. The Pittsburgh Penguins were continuing their slide. Um, and they were at a 40, 23 and six record with 86 points. We, the Carolina Hurricanes, are occupying the 30 are occupying the first wild card spot um, with a 38, 25 and five record with 81 points. And Columbus is still in that second uh, spot with a 33. 22 and 15 record uh and 81 total points and mm-hmm. new york is or the new york islanders are one spot out of the wild card um the second wild card spot excuse me um the 35 23 and 10 record 80 points and then the new york rangers are right behind them um with 79 points at a 37 28 and 5 record florida panthers also is uh in the mix as well Mm-hmm. With a 35, 26, and 8 record and 78 total points. Yes. After really that, close race here. Bit. Yes. Playoff bubbles tight this year. Um, Very tight. Uh, out west, um, in the central, you have St. Louis still on top. Uh, in the central, then followed by Colorado and Dallas. Pacific, you have Vegas, Edmonton, and Calgary. Um, and then. In the wild cards, you had Winnipeg and Nashville. Um, they're two bubble teams right now. Out west mm-hmm. were Vancouver with a 36, 27, and 6 record with 78 points, which is tied with Nashville. And then Minnesota with a 35, 27, and 7 record and 77 total points. Arizona was starting to fall off a bit and uh, widening that gap. So they were starting to look like they may be out uh they're not out of it by any means but they're starting to lose a little bit yeah so but tight races all around this year all around except if you're detroit (laughs) except if you're detroit then you're kind of just you're that player in mario kart where you think you're the top right corner screen when you're actually the bottom left corner screen and you're just constantly running into the wall 
that yeah. that's Detroit this season. That that's it, Detroit. Detroit was currently uh whenever the season paused <laughs> at 71 games played. They had a 17 49 and 5 record with 39 total points and a minus 122 differential. <laughs> it's increased since last week. Ugh. The yes. next to worst was the Ottawa Senators with 71 games played at a 25, 34, and 12 record with 62 points. San Jose mm-hmm. is literally one step ahead of them with 63. Yep. LA is 64. Ugh. Ooh, we. Is... That's bad. Yeah. Yeah, I guess with that, Walker, um, getting that little housekeeping stuff out of the way, we will take another quick break. Um, then we'll be back with our brand new segment. Woohoo! So get ready, guys. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And we are back. We are back, and it is time for Music Mondays. Um, as you yes. mentioned, this will be a segment where we each bring one to three albums to the show to talk about whether it's a new release an older release whatever mm-hmm. we want to talk about i have That's two right. uh for this debut segment um i believe it you have one correct yes that is correct all right uh let's kick us walk you kick us off walker okay buddy i can do that so as we've talked about on the show before we listen to a lot of heavier stuff white chapel Monomarth, ice nine kills you know whatever so I decided to change it up today and talk about a musical that I enjoy. Okay. And uh, that musical being an, an older show or older movie. I it, God, it was if a, you say the sound of music, I'm going to drive down. No, 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 no. Slap no. you in the tit. <laughs> no, not the sound of music. Great movie. Great play. Great score. I love it. But it's not that this movie came out in the early 2000s and it was originally a play in the later 90s and that play is rent a great oh rent yes i love rent when we when i was in band we watched it all the time we would sing it all the time like on the bus going to and from competitions and just dicking off like we used to so i really like this album the score is beautiful i love the music in it uh just the multiple different things that they have with it. If anybody knows the music, the show, the whole story, then you know that Roger, obviously being a more of a rocker type guy, typically has the more heavier, I guess, more emotional stuff because of his story. I'm not going to spoil anything for any of the younger people that have not seen this, watched it, listened to it. Mm-hmm. But just the the varying degrees of musical talent that are in this is awesome. I love it. There's tons of emotion into it, tons of meaning behind it. You know, this was really big in the later nineties when the AIDS movement was becoming a big thing over here in the U S. So they talk about that a lot in the show. One of the care or uh, yeah, one of the characters has AIDS. It's uh, one of the, the gay characters. Um, him and his boyfriend i can't remember his name right now i call it yeah collins collins his boyfriend is the one that has aids you know and it just goes through the the motions of dealing with that and what all it entailed 
So I'm not going to spoil anything, but that's what I'm going to say about that. So obviously knowing the meaning behind the show and the music really gives it that emotional feel. It also talks about substance abuse, specifically heroin. Um, so I, I love it. Such a good album. I can listen to it all day. I can listen to it every day. So yeah, I like the rent album, great musical and a quick little factoid about it. The guy that, um, created or produced the show it's kind of a sad fact he died before opening night first ever showing of the musical so he was not Mm -hmm. ever able to actually see his work on stage so but i think he got his point across he's got his meaning and it's with still withstood a lot of time so it's a classic for me yes Mm -hmm. Um, so I have two, I have one brand new release that actually just came out on the 13th. Um, and then I have one classic release. Which one would you like to hear first? Let's do the newer one. The newer one. So the newer album, again, it just came out on March 13th. It is the new album by, uh, Code Orange underneath. Uh, their oh, yeah. fourth studio album, um, and it is amazing. I loved it so much. I totally forgot that it was coming out in like mid March. I thought it was late March, and it just came across my uh, new release thing on Spotify. I'm like, oh hell yeah, I'm ready for this. Um, <laughs> because I was extremely excited for this album. Um, excuse mm-hmm. me. Uh, I think. This album, as compared to um, some of their other ones, um, I, I love their 2017 album, Forever. I actually think that was on my albums of the decade, or like right there in the mix of being <laughs> yeah. in it. Um, right. Yeah, I really love that album. Uh, but with Underneath, they, it's still very heavy, um, but it has a bit more of an industrial vibe um, mm-hmm. to it, uh, which I really, really like. Um, and I feel the vocals on this album, um, especially on certain songs, they almost sound like more uh, animalistic. Like, yeah, oh, it's just so good. Like feral, <laughs> almost. Like they just. Oh yeah. The production on this is amazing. I. It's very raw. Um, I really liked the single underneath. That was really good. Um, oh, totally blanking for a second on the name of this other song. Um, I'm <laughs> this is a very long album. A very big album. Yes. Yes, it was. It's, four, it's 14 songs and 47 minutes and 33 seconds. Um, the yeah. song I was uh, blanking on was Cold Metal Place. I really like that song. Um, but... Honestly, my favorite song on it is probably The Easy Way. Mm. I love that song. I've had that song on repeat. That's probably going to be on my uh, top songs of the year, uh, the the Spotify wrapped. Um, Oh, yeah. Autumn and Carbine uh, was another really good one. Um, Of course, Swallowing the Rabbit Hole, that was really good as well. Um, One thing I did like about this album compared to Forever um was with forever it kind of 
I really love that album, but uh, the first couple listens, like getting into Code Orange, because that's the album I got into them on, mm-hmm. was how with it it'll just like cut at certain points in their songs. Right. Um, which used to them now, you know, I grew to appreciate it. Um, but the harshness of it. Um, right. That. I think it's on there a little bit in the intro track, but as the album as a whole, like I don't really remember that stuff being there as much in there. So, uh, Code Orange is very heavy and raw. So, mm-hmm. it is. It's not for everyone. I'll give you that. But <laughs> I, I really, really love it because it's like hardcore punk metal. Well, not really punk, but like hardcore metal. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really love these guys and just the production getting stepped up um, and definitely maturing as a band. Um, and of course, it's been cool to see them do a lot of stuff like WWE and NXT and stuff like that. Yeah, so, for sure. I'm actually downloading the album right now. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Um, and we'll take another quick break, Walker, and we'll come back with my second album. Let's Classic. do it, buddy. We'll be right back. And we are back. We are back. And we are back with an album <laughs> that uh, just celebrated its 15th anniversary. Ooh. Um, I feel like I know yeah. which one it is, but I'm going to wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so on March 7th, 2005, Trivium put out their second album, Ascendancy. Mm-hmm. And Good God, this is a classic album. Oh, such a Absolutely good album. Absolutely amazing. Um, top to bottom. Um, it's uh, oh, oh, oops, I have the special edition open. Um, <laughs> I just had it on there to just jog memory. Um, right. For songs and whatnot. Uh, regular edition, 12 songs, uh, a little over 55 minutes. Um, and time flies by. There's not a dull moment on this album. Um, even the even the intro, intro track, the end of everything is amazing. Um, then it gets into rain, and oh god, it's over. It, it just um, it flows so good. That it just from it one song so to the well. next. I know for a lot of Trivium fans, this is the album they got into. I mean, it's not their first album. The first album being Ember to Inferno, um, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, absolutely not a dull moment on this album. Pull harder strings. Pull harder on the strings of your marcher is an amazing song. Ground oh, yeah. torn asunder, amazing. My personal favorite song on the album, a gunshot to the head of trepidation. Love, mm-hmm. love that song. The deceived is another um, amazing one. Uh, like how on suffocating sight, you almost get like a little bit of deathcore in it, even though Trivium's yeah. definitely like it kind of grown out of it a little bit. Uh, in later years but like they're definitely like a, a metalcore stuff mm-hmm. not to the extent of like asking alexandria like that like yeah mid 2000s stuff more in the lines of like um i'm trying else? to think of who to even <laughs> like compare them to i would almost compare them to like bullet from valentine kind of like that's actually a really good comparison fold. yeah Trivium, just put them together and make a baby. Uh, Vinge Sevenfold. Um, yes. 
I think the first uh, album I listened to them was In Waves. I want to say that was the first one I listened to by them. I believe the first one for me was Vengeance Falls. Um, I know I got oh, it yeah. around that era, which isn't necessarily their best work. Um, I still think it's a good album, but it definitely sounds like you know, obviously David Draymond produced that album. And it sounds like the guy from Disturbed produced the Metalcore yeah. album. A- absolutely. Um, on some of the stuff, it his influence shines a bit much through that, but we're talking about Ascendancy here. It was an absolute landmark release for the band. It catapulted them into international success. Um, it's the album that really had them blow up. Um, still classic. has aged tremendously. Um, mm-hmm. Probably one thing that does sound different on it now. Um, it doesn't sound dated, but one thing that you can tell it's an old release is Matt Heafy's vocals. Um, oh, yeah, totally. Because he, he was obviously much, much younger then, but I believe it was on the Vengeance era. Yeah, he had to have vocal cord surgery because, you know, yeah. the screams and whatnot. Wasn't doing them right and kind of tore some stuff. And obviously now he sounds a bit different. Yeah. But and I think it also helps that he's mature, like his, you know, his voice has definitely matured over the time that he's been there, which is what you want to see, you know? Yes. And sometimes that really works for bands and sometimes it really messes with them. Sorry. I just got an email. <laughs> no, you're fine, buddy. Um, so yeah, it's absolutely landmark release from my favorite band. Um, really hoping I'm able to see them in June when they come to Raleigh. Um, right. If that tour doesn't get postponed. Um, yeah. But honestly, trivia, it's a great blend of metalcore metal it's very melodic um so it's something that maybe you're not necessarily into a lot of metal or something like Mm -hmm. that it's definitely one that could a little bit easier to get into um than like a gateway orange yeah they're definitely like kind of a gateway band um but they can definitely get very heavy um, oh yeah you hear it on this album you hear really all their albums um kind of except for uh uh, Silence in the Snow, because um, they didn't yeah. really change their sound a lot on that album. Oh, yeah. I still think it's a great album. I know some people are kind of mixed on it, though. Well, they did something different, and not a lot of fans like it when when bands do that. You yeah, know? I mean, they did. So. Yeah, there are no screams on that album <laughs> at, all, at all, and it definitely like slowed the pace down a bit. Um, but I like it. I really like yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you know that some people are with, like, Bring Me the Horizon, you know, with uh, I believe the new their newest Ammo, album yeah. is Amo. Yeah, I mean, I have like yeah, it's all like pop. It's like a pop yeah. like album. Honestly, yeah, and I, I have like two songs that I like. Yeah, yeah, I think with Bringing Me Horizon, uh, obviously we're older. We got in when they're still heavy, um, yep. but I understand what they're doing. Um, they had to change their sound because of Ollie's vocal cords. He can't yeah, yeah. do that heavy stuff anymore, which is fine. Another um, vocalist that had to have surgery. So. Yeah. Um, this guy's didn't do the stuff right, and now they're, then they had to suffer for it. Yeah. Um, but Bring Me Horizon also feel are incredibly smart and intelligent and have an extremely high music IQ. Because you kind of look at what they do. And then within the next year or so, you see other bands following suit. 
Uh, you go yeah. back to um, what was the uh one with the umbrella on the cover? Um, not Emma, um, but the one before it. Throne. Oh shit! It was the one with the throne it, on it. I think it was. I uh, I'm gonna have to look it up because I can pull. I'm uh, blanking on album. all. It's that's 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 the spirit. That's, that's the spirit. The spirit. The okay. Um, because you look at that album that came out. Um. And then you know, they kind of started introducing the more electronic elements into their music. Yeah. Um, and then you see other bands starting to do the same thing, mm-hmm. um, especially with this last release, like when Mantra came out. Um, they're the single from Ammo. Then you go listen to I Love, Bull- I love Bullet for a Valentine, but their last album, Gravity, was overall kind of shitty um yeah they had a few yeah, songs here that. and there but like they were definitely chasing bring me horizon you're listening to yeah asking alexandria's um self-titled album um and then their new singles they're kind of chasing it as well um, yeah total like you listen yeah. just so many bands on the heavier side and on the more rock side of stuff like Papa Roach or something like that. I know they're they tend to have like there are people out there like oh what's hot right now um and then they do that. But you listen to like a lot of these bands are definitely seem to be chasing Bring Me the Horizon. Oh yeah, totally, absolutely. But Bring Me the Horizon is just the right amount ahead of the curve to whether they're successful. Yeah. Um, but not way too far ahead where they can't do anything and get looked back like, oh, these guys are geniuses. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're they're keeping up with what people like or with yeah, what um, but more like people how, like. Yeah, I like how Trivium, they've never wavered from what they want to do. Um, and they're, yeah. I'm extremely excited for their new album, uh, What the Dead Men Say, or, uh, which is coming out, I believe, in April. Um, I know I think that's right. the new single Catastrophist, yeah. um, which I absolutely love. Um, you have the on-repeat uh, playlist that's cur- curated for each individual on Spotify. That's my number one played song. <laughs> yes. I'm going to tell you what it is. Um, we can talk about music a lot. Um, my top five on this playlist are Catastrophist by Trivium. Uh Number two is Do or Die by Amaranth featuring the legendary Angela Glasgow or Goscow. Uh, I totally fucked mm-hmm. that up. Um, <laughs> from the former vocalist from Arch Enemy. I think in Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then you have uh, Blessed Be by Spirit Box, uh, which I know I mentioned that briefly a couple episodes ago. It has the members from I Wrestled a Bear once. Yeah, um, that may be something that has to come on uh, music one day at some point. Mm, yeah, throw it way back. Oh yeah, that that's um, mm, wow. Then makes me feel pop- old. I know. Then popular monster by Following Your Universe. Ah, such a good song. Ah, I know. And then number five is Scary Little Green Man by Ozzy Osbourne. Another great song. Love that song. Mm-hmm. How do you see what your top five is in your playlist? Uh, go to the on repeat playlist and then it's kind of ordered. You know, Where the hell from, is that? <laughs> go to your playlist um, on Spotify or Made for You or whatever. I can like mm-hmm. the browse section or whatever. 
Okay. I, I guess I'm looking for it. Um, search. It says your browse search all and for you. I'm not seeing it. All I see is your top genre. Oh, browse all. No shit. Oh, made for you. Okay. Yeah, just fucking look, Walker. You dumb bitch. Um. Okay. Now, <laughs> now which one? Okay. Repeat, look at the ones that you know, or you, and not the other people that you use your Spotify. Okay. On repeat. Well, that. This is all Dana. Uh. Okay. Well, I see a couple that are mine. Um, uh, popular monster falling in reverse, like you just said. Uh, Twilight of the Thunder God by Amana Marth, just like me. The Amity Affliction, The Prophet's Beckoning by Shadow of Intent. That is probably my favorite song by Shadow of Intent. Um, let's see, Your Daily Drive. Let's see what that is. I don't know what that one is. I hate looking at like the repeat rewind stuff because then, like, I'm like, why am I listening to this song over and over? Right, right. This past songs you couldn't get enough of. Those are ones in the past that you listened to a lot. Right. Um, okay, well, I have a couple of there. 2016. So my repeat rewind, uh, 1,000 Burning Arrows by Mana Marth. Photograph by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> uh, Shield Wall by Amana Marth. Wanderer by Amana Marth. I listen to them a lot, if you guys couldn't tell. I know. Can you tell what Walker's favorite band is? <laughs> uh, Hate Fuck by Motionless and White. This next one is actually from me. Uh, it's the My Oh My song by Camelia Cabello with the baby. <laughs> uh, I do listen to that. Uh, let's see. Uh, your top songs of 2017. Lord. I don't want to know mine. Got some skillet, some muse. This was in my lighter era. Oh, some Jason Aldean, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Volbeat, Imagine Dragons, <laughs> Hollywood Undead. Let's see. What about 2018? Some Callum Scott. I know Callum Scott. Yeah, he's. A- that's pretty good. I like his top music. Songs 2016. Okay, my five top ones from 2016 were Hardwired by Metallica, The Stage by Avenged Sevenfold, Hate by Design by Kill Switch Engage, uh, Moth into Flame by Metallica, and The Devil and I by Slipknot. Mm, yes. A lot of data remember in here as well. <laughs> oh, there's the weekend. Oh, I found your daily mix. Oh, yeah. I listen to the daily mix a lot at work. Yeah. Uh, again, of course, the top one is by Amana Marth. It's actually Mjolnir, Hammer of Thor. Uh, How Times Have Changed by Whitechapel. Mm-hmm. Tear Away, Drowning Pool. Assistant to the Regional Manager, The Devil Wears Prada. Woo! Brimstone, Whitechapel, Iron Maiden. Nickelback. See how many people give me hate for listening to Nickelback. Generations by ABR. Good lord, they have a lot of this. I did not know this was up here. Mm-hmm. Awesome to it a lot at work. Right. Your summer rewind. 
Yeah, that's the one she listens to a lot in the summer. Huh. This is a lot of dance. I think we know what Walker's doing uh, when, once we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to go um, to town. But yes, I am going to uh, I have to go out as well. Um, a couple errands in here, run. Uh, well, Walker, uh, were there any other things that you want to briefly mention? Any songs that you're really listening to right now? I know we uh, mentioned like the on repeat stuff. Um, right. Spotify, any other ones that are standing out to you right now? Um, I kind of been listening to a lot of old Three Days Grace. Uh, I've listened to like Home and Just Like You by them the past couple of days. Those are like my two all time favorites by Three Days Grace. So that's what I've been listening uh, to. They're really of. good live. I saw them last summer. Oh, I want to see them. I want to see them, see the them with, with Adam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I've kind of mentioned uh, just about everything that I've kind of really been listening to uh, right now. Um, yeah, we we actually talk about it fairly fairly uh, often. Whenever yeah, we we're just still, making you know, a dedicated segment for it. Yes, um, I'm totally, we're totally here for it. Yeah. Um, with that, I guess we could. Do we need to take one final break, Walker? Uh, we can. Let's take all one right. more break, and we'll preview what all we right. got for tomorrow. All right, we'll be right back. And we are and back. back. Um, so tomorrow, um, we'll still be doing questions um, from you guys. Obviously, anything is on the table as always, but especially nowadays, nowadays with uh, things being a little bit weird in the weirdest sports. Oh, yeah. Um, but yes, any and everything is on the table. Um, anything you guys want us to talk about, just let us know. Any questions for us? Let us know. Um, we'll talk about it. Um, so that's the that'll be the main uh, bread and butter for tomorrow's episode, guys. Um, yeah. Later on in the week, um, we'll obviously still have Way Back Wednesday and Trivia Thursdays. Um, those aren't going anywhere because those aren't reliant on current events um, yeah. in hockey or any other sports. Um, and then on Friday, we'll also be debuting a new segment where uh, I'll be movie Friday or Friday movies. I don't, I forget what I called it. Um, I think you did I put movie a lot Friday. Of effort into that SpongeBob uh, graphic <laughs> thing. Um, yes, you did SpongeBob good with that. You did really necessary. good. Um, but it will be very similar to this segment where we'll each kind of bring like one or two movies uh, to the table, talk about them, mm-hmm. things we like, things we didn't like uh or we may just talk about a really shitty movie too um yes 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 uh may do that we may keep it sports related uh we may go not sports related don't really know depends on how we're feeling yeah whatever we feel like yep um and of course we may come up with other new segments um over the next few days um if we do that we'll figure in a place on the schedule to work them in mm-hmm. uh and you guys will be the first to know. After That's right. Us. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got to know first. Yeah, we got to know first. <laughs> um, and with that, uh, do you have any closing thoughts, Walker? Yeah, buddy. Uh, to Well, this week specifically, you know, we talked about Lockdown NHL and Lockdown Fantasy Hockey last week. Uh, this week, we'll be focusing mainly on Lockdown NHL. Go give them a listen. I'm going to check them out today when I'm out in town doing my errands. So that way we, I can give you like a little teaser 
of what's uh what's going on over there with them and uh yeah we'll talk about that uh, a little more tomorrow yep um i'm gonna uh go run some errands as well gotta go pick up a couple things um i'm also mm-hmm. dressed like a whore and wearing gray sweatpants um, <laughs> Ooh. Like, why are you going out dressed like a whore <laughs> <laughs> No, she's not. Yeah. She was with me when I bought these pants. <laughs> Careful now. Don't hike them up too high. Can't show too much of the goods. Oh, yeah. Um, but that wraps up today's edition of Locked on Hurricanes. So after you get done listening to this, uh, go listen to the latest episode of Locked on NHL, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. See you later, guys. <laughs>